Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It was Valentine's Day yesterday, Tony. Did you do anything romantic last night? I'm Tony Kornheiser, bottle of wine, chocolate mousse, and then watch the Niagara Ice Dogs taste the Erie Otters in hot OHL action. Very good night. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with the person on the other end of this broadcast today. Watch the what? The Erie Otters, Niagara Ice Dogs. Okay. Eastern teams. OHL, the OHL. Don't you watch the OHL? Really? (laughs) No. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the president of the Bears backs Justin Fields. Caitlin Clark can break a big record tonight. And former Warriors GM Bob Myers joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the Boston Celtics beating the Nets last night, 136 to 86. For those of you slow at math, let me help. That's 50 points. It's the second time this season the Celtics have won by 50. Their average margin of victory is 10 points. That's by far the largest margin in the NBA. And the Celtics have the best record by far in the NBA, 43 and 12. Wilbon, are we giving the Celtics enough credit? Yes, we are. The Celtics are the best team in the league. They may prove themselves at the end of middle of June to be the best team in the league. They may have the MVP in Jason Tatum. They have a lineup that is talented and balanced and deep, and I'll give you credit because I didn't like the acquisition of Chris Stapp's Porzingis. You did. It's working out very well. I, I, Tony, they, they seem to have everything, but the Celtics aren't judged on what they do in February. They don't need credit now. The Celtics need to finish. They have not finished. They got to the finals once. They lost. They lost an important game uh, at home in Boston Garden to the Warriors and lost that series. The Celtics, with this group, which has been to the conference finals at least like five times in six years, when I say this group, I mean Tatum and Brown, they, they, yeah. they got to cash it. They got to cash it, Tone. Anything short of that, no. So they don't get – we don't give them credit now. Credit comes if deserved mid-June. Yeah, I really obviously cannot disagree more. We don't do anything with the Celtics. We haven't talked about them since you panned the Porzingis trade. Porzingis, by the way, averaging 20 points, seven rebounds, two blocks, and shooting 53 I just gave him credit. On this show, yeah, yeah, but, but it's been months. On this show, we talk about the Lakers and the Warriors one day, and then the next day we talk about the Warriors and the Lakers, and we do that all <laughs> week, or we talk about That's the true. Knicks or we talk about the Timberwolves, or we talk about the Clippers, and you get on this show and you say, we don't give Oklahoma City enough credit. You know who we don't give enough credit to? It's the Boston Celtics. It's the Boston Celtics. Now, I'm going to take your point here. We judge them on what they haven't done. They haven't won a championship. They've been to the conference final five of the last seven years, and maybe they should have won. But, Mike, if we take your position that there is relevance to the NBA regular season, then we've got to talk about the Celtics in the regular season, where they're 46 and 13 and 26 and 3 at home, Mike. 
We got to do that. Tony, it's, it's okay to talk about it. We should, I'm fine talking. I'm talking about it now. I'm just saying, do they get enough credit? Yes. They get enough. Tony, it's no. okay to grade the Celtics and the Lakers more critically. It is. It's necessary. That's the okay. position they occupy. Right. They are the pillars of the league. And I think they, particularly their great, great, great stars of the past, would say, if we had Magic Johnson on this show, I, I think he'd say, yeah, well, you can judge us that way. I disagree. We talk about okay. a whole bunch of teams like the Knicks that, and, and the Clippers that never win championships. We hold the Celtics to a different standard. I believe it's we unfair. Do. We move on. Bears team president Kevin Warren, who you love, Wilbon, Love has him. come out in favor of Justin Fields. He told WGN in Chicago, this is a direct quote, he's incredibly talented, he's smart, and he works hard. He just needs to make sure he gets the support around him. He has a rare combination of intelligence, size, of strength, and speed. I'm glad he's on the Chicago Bears, unquote. Wilbon, do Kevin Warren's comments lead you to believe that the Bears will keep Fields? Not necessarily. It means he has a greater respect for Fields and everybody who's running their mouths out there, including people who know who are who are. I listened to Greeny this morning on Get Up, who's adopted hometown in Chicago, who has covered the Bears in his life, and he said, "I watched him say everybody knows Fields is going to be traded." No, they don't. No, we don't. And Kevin Warren basically stood there and said, "I like him." Now you can say, Tony, that he's just fattening up fields for the trade market. He's pumping them up so somebody yeah, awesome. will say, oh, we got to give up more. So the skeptics yeah. will say that. I've told you all along, there are a lot of people in that room, including teammates galore, who love fields and want to play with him, and he may be there. I'd be fine with that. So not everybody is saying fields is going to yeah. be traded. Not everybody. Yeah, I mean, I am of the opinion that it could be a big con, that he could be trying to drive up the market if he wants to make a trade I hear you. down the road. I, hear I, don't think, I don't think they have to do anything until the combine when you can eyeball these quarterbacks personally. I don't think they should do anything until then. I assume that Kevin Warren has, has great power because he's the president of the team. I would point out he was a college basketball player, not a college football player. And I don't know that he gets the final decision here. That's why you have football coaches making football decisions. Didn't they just hire an offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron? And didn't we say yes. on this show we assume that he might have that decision? I would put this other thing out there, Mike. There's no law that says you can't keep Justin Fields and draft a quarterback and let them work it out in eh. camp or at the beginning eh. of the season. That eh. could Everyone assumes eh. it's not going to happen, but it could. No, it could. No, it isn't, because that's not the Bears, and that's not how they do business. And I got 65 years of following them and how they do business. Even though Kevin Warren is new to the presidency, there's still a culture there, and they very rarely go outside those guardrails. Kevin Warren said something that needed to be said about Justin Fields. It needed to be expressed. I'm glad he did it, and we'll see. So this notion that there's momentum moving in the direct, there's no momentum. Shut up with that junk. Everybody's got opinions on this stuff, and a great hocus, many of them. Hocus, pocus, junk. Those are your they words. Hocus, pocus, They're wrong. junk. Yeah. They're out of line. Hocus, They're out, they have no basis. Junk. And now to Caitlin Clark. Iowa's star guard needs just eight points against Michigan tonight to break the women's all-time NCAA scoring record held by Kelsey Plum. And Clark averages 32 a game, so it's going to happen in like, you know, before the first commercial break. Tony becoming the top scorer in history is a huge achievement. But do you think Clark needs to win a title 
to be considered among the all-time greats of women's basketball? I like this question, and no, I don't think that. I will concede to you that many of the great college basketball players of all time won titles. I'm going to go to the glasses for this. Kareem, Walton, Leitner, Jordan, Bill Russell, Magic, Patrick Ewing, great college player, David Thompson. But I can give you a list of great college players that did not win, starting with Wilt Chamberlain, Jerry West. They did not win. Pete Maravich did not win. Tim Duncan did not win. Ralph Sampson did not win. Now, on the women's side, it's a little bit different because most of the great women players have won. So you have Cheryl Miller, Candace Parker, Diana Taurasi, Sue Bird, Shamiqua Holdsclaw, Brianna Stewart won like 10 of them, Cheryl Swoop. So it's probably more critical for Caitlin Clark to do that. But, Mike, do I think that makes her not a great player? No. Do you see the lines of people who want to see her? Do you see the money that they're paying on the secondary market? I look at her as Pete Maravich. I do. I am never going to say she's not a great player if she doesn't win. I'm not going to say it. No, Tony, she's a great player already. But I think you talk about joining a club. And that club on the women's basketball side, you mentioned a lot of people. I want to mention a few more. Annie Myers. Um, you mentioned Super Nancy Lieberman. Tamika Catchings. They won some of them, whatever their version of the national championship was. It wasn't always NCAA years and years and years ago, but it was a national championship. I'll tell you one who did lose a great player. I think Lisa Leslie. I don't think Lisa won a college national championship. She won a hell of a lot of games in college. But, Tony, the club that we're talking about, if Caitlin is going to, you know, join that club, then winning a national championship just by virtue of the roster we read seems necessary. Yes, she's a great player. But does she get in that club? I'd like to ask some of the women in that club. Um, I just think she's an all-time player. I'd watch her tonight, except I don't know that I'm I get watch. Peacock. Someone needs to call I'm to watch. Tell me if I get Peacock. Let's take a break. Coming up, could the Warriors' interest in trading for LeBron lead to team chemistry issues? We're going to ask Bob Myers. Aren't you streaming yet? You can get anything. We'll also ask him what he sees in the future for LeBron and the Lakers. You can get it. You can get it. We don't give the Celtics enough. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Weddings are all about the bride and groom, but they're a chance to look your best, too. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though they start at just $499. It's easier than ever to be impeccably dressed with Indochino, so order your custom suits now and be ready for wedding season. Design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, and more. That's right, it's bespoke without the premium price tag. Suits start at just $499 and fitted shirts at $89. To make life even easier, you can set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. But if you prefer a premium in-person experience, just book an appointment at a showroom near you and let an Indochino style guide walk you through every step. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. 
Go to Indochino.com today and use code PTI to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code PTI. Yesterday's report that the Warriors inquired about LeBron James before the trade deadline made us want to talk to our friend ESPN NBA analyst, former Warriors GM Bob Myers. I'm going to have to go to the glasses because his first question is really long. Draymond Green reportedly encouraged the Warriors' pursuit of LeBron. Um, That would have led, obviously, if you make that deal, to the trading of teammates. If you were still with the Warriors, how concerned would you be that had that thing gone through, that might have led to chemistry issues? A lot lot there in the question, Tony. Um, You know what's different now is feels like much different than the past, even 10, 15, certainly 20 years, everything you do um, comes out in the public. And that, that wasn't always the case. I mean, I, I might ask Will Bond or you, Tony, I mean, I bet somebody called on Michael Jordan. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, I bet there's somewhere uh, Jerry Krause or Reinsdorf would say, uh, we got to call on Michael Jordan, but nobody, I don't know if that happened, but I bet it did. Uh, we, we got word that Kobe Bryant at one point, might want to be traded. But now, more than ever, anything you do or say or consider is public. So you have to always consider what that means. Is the pursuit worth it? Um, I wasn't there. I don't know the, what happened in this situation. But certainly, it uh, seems like it was accurate. Woj knows what he's doing. So I believe what was, what was written. You're always concerned about your team chemistry. But I think there's a, there's a um, sentiment amongst players now, Tony, that uh, everything is out there in the world. Uh, people have to be insensitive to it. People's names are floated through trades all the time, probably more than ever before. It feels like, though, in this case, I don't know if feelings were hurt because it, it feels like no offer was ever even made. Um, I don't. I didn't hear an exchange of offers. I didn't hear that we would have done X, Y, or Z. It felt like, is this guy available? No, he's not. So I don't know if people got their feelings hurt. I hope they they wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't in that case. But what do I know? So that's how I see it. Draymond generates a lot of conversation for us, and he said on his podcast, and early in his suspension, Bob, you two were talking by phone a couple of times a day. Now that Draymond let the cat out the bag a little bit, can you give us a little bit more hint of what you guys were talking about during those conversations? Um, Right when it happened, uh, Michael, we talked. I said, this is pretty bad. Um, You know, and he he, it had just happened the night before. I think I talked to him the next morning, and, and he agreed. I said, this is... You know, there's no more, um, I didn't mean to, or I, you know, it wasn't my fault. I said, however, you're looking at this one, you're guilty. Um, and I, he, he, the good news was he heard that and he took it. And then I just said, Hey, you need to call Adam Silver because, um, you should at least tell him that you will accept whatever is forthcoming. Do not fight, um, this consequence because you will lose and, um, whether it's public sentiment or private sentiment, there's going to be a punishment here. And the best thing I heard from Draymond was, I gotcha. Okay. And he knew it, which is the first step. And I think kind of helping yourself is saying, I, I'm not, I'm not being defensive about it. And so then beyond that, we talk and I'd say, how you doing? Just like anything. And Draymond's such a polarizing figure, but the guy, it was one of my first draft picks in 2012. I think it was, um, he has helped me in my life win championships. Um, much more good in him than than bad. I know a lot of people don't know him. I don't know if you guys have gotten a chance to talk to him. 
there's so much good he does, but, but he's controversial at times. So all I wanted to say was in those moments where you have a friend that is going through something, you have a choice. You can distance yourself and say, I don't want any part of this, or you can lean into it and say, Hey, while everybody's scurrying away from this issue, let me reach out and say, if you need anything, I'm here. Um, and give him my version of the truth, which he heard. And obviously he's come back and played well. They've played well. He, he even said it was the reason why they were playing well, which we can, we can debate that too. <laughs> you can't go more than five minutes without having a LeBron question. So here goes. LeBron's got a $51 million option on his next season. Where do you think he and the Lakers, Bob, go from where we are right now? If I had to pick it, if, if there, we were in Vegas and we had to bet on an outcome, I'd bet on L.A. I just think he's got such roots there. Um, I think he's invested in so much off the court there. He lives there. He likes living there. It feels like uh, the Lakers are a pretty prestigious place to be. That city is the capital of, of entertainment, which he's invested in. I think he enjoys it there. He enjoys how he's able to move amongst a lot of celebrities there. That would be my guess. Um, as long as they finish in a way where he feels like they can compete. I know he's he's one of the most ultimate competitors ever to play basketball. Um, he, I think, in the in near the end of his career here, wants to feel like he has a chance to win, a chance to win another championship. The Lakers have played better uh, to give him that sense lately um, with this lineup they've put forth. They feel like they have got some cohesion. Anthony Davis is still, in my opinion, a top 10 player in the NBA, so he's got a great running mate. As a star, I think you always want your team to push all their chips in and, and the Lakers, I think made a decision, uh, Michael, at the trade deadline that sure we would look at things like Jonte Murray, but let's instead save our powder. We've got three first round picks in the off season. And I think that's where LeBron may hold his cards a little bit closer and say, what are we doing? Um, how, how, how hard are we going to pursue another player? Cause the Lakers will have that chance, but I think a lot of teams are loading up for this summer to see what star uh, comes on the market. There's a few names being batted around. So I, I still feel like he's going to be a, a Laker, but I, I do think he's always going to pressure whatever organization he's with to not settle. And that's the kind of, the, 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 those are the passive aggressive things you kind of see um, his, his pushing, always pushing for the best talent around impossible. We could do a whole show with you, you know, honestly, that was just great. I mean, Bob I don't want to rate awesome. all the answers, but what you said about Draymond Green, I've just been sitting here contemplating that for the last couple of That was just good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it, Bob. Absolutely. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. Great wow. questions. And I'll come on anytime. It's great. Maybe tomorrow I'll take off. Let's take one last <laughs> break. But still to come, the Orioles get some bad news already. Ugh, already? It's not even February, I yeah. guess it is. We got to witness a one-person court storming last night. It was so funny. We'll tell you where and why it happened. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. 
so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Happy time, people. Happy 52nd birthday, Yaramir Yager. Yager is fourth all-time in NHL goals with 766. Fifth all-time in assists with 1,155. He's second to Gretzky all-time in total points. He was on two Stanley Cup champions in Pittsburgh in 1991 and 1992. That's over 30 years ago. And Yager is still playing. He's uh. playing for a team he owns in the Czech Republic. He's not in the Hall of Fame because he's still playing and the clock hasn't started on his eligibility. We're talking about an all-time great. Led the league in scoring five times. In 1996, he had 62 goals and 87 assists. That's 28 years ago. He's still playing. Good for him. Happy birthday. Tony, you want to talk about somebody who doesn't get enough credit? Yaramir Yager doesn't get enough credit. And by the way, apparently, you know, LeBron and that Brady feller they're not the only ones who were playing at a high level later than everybody else. Come on now, he played in the NHL he's like 44, 45 years old. Yager is an all-timer, and his name never comes up in these discussions. That's wrong. Happy anniversary, Shaquille O'Neal. On this day 15 years ago, when the big Aristotle was playing for the Suns, he teamed up with the Jabberwockies for a fabulous All-Star Game introduction dance. Jack scored 17 points in just 11 minutes in the game, shared MVP award with Kobe Bryant, but his dance completely stole the show. The other night, Shaq became the first Orlando Magic player ever to have his jersey retired. That's the third jersey Shaq has had retired in the NBA, following the Heat and the Lakers. He's one of just three players in the league history to have three retired jerseys, joining Will Chamberlain and Pete Maravich. And you know what? People really like Shaq. They do, and they should like Shaq, and that dance was an all-timer. I was there watching that live. Okay, Tony, you have Marvin Gaye and the anthem. You're always going to trump me. But watching that with yeah. Shaq, it was joyous to watch Shaq do that. That's what yeah. Shaq brings to the arena every night. Every time you see him, joy. He does. Happy trails to Isaiah Stewart. The Pistons center could be in line for a suspension after he was arrested yesterday for punching Phoenix center Drew Eubanks at the Suns Arena hours before the Pistons-Suns game. Phoenix police said Stewart was issued a citation and released. He did not play in the game because of a sprained ankle. Eubanks played 18 minutes in the Suns' win, got six points and six rebounds. Eubanks said he and Stewart were arguing when Stewart punched him. The Suns issued a statement saying they, quote, unequivocally supported, unquote, Eubanks, a statement former Suns coach and current Pistons coach Monty Williams called, quote, irresponsible. The NBA is expected to review the incident. Stewart was suspended two games in 2021 for an on-court altercation with LeBron James. Too many arguments approaching the bus and the arena and leaving the arena. Too much of that stuff. The league's got to cut that stuff out.
Quick to the big finish. The Orioles are putting starter Kyle Bradish on the injury list with a UCL sprain. Is that cause for concern? Yes, a 2-8-3 ERA last season among the league leaders. That's concerning. Detroit Mercy won his first game of the season. One dude rushed to court. Your thoughts? Must be the greatest fan in history. In the whole country, honestly. <laughs> Kylian Mbappe told PSG he plans to leave this summer, presumably for Real Madrid. That's significant, isn't it? Yes, but it just goes on and on and on and on. And one report, rumor after another. Can we get to it? Number 13, Auburn beat number 11, South Carolina by 40. Your thoughts? I thought it was the South Carolina women for a second. I would have been completely stunned. Last one, Connor Bedard is back for the Blackhawks tonight against the Penguins. Is that a big deal? Nobody's beating Dawn Staley by 40. Yes, Bedard's been out five weeks with that fractured jaw. Glad to have the Rook back. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. And I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. And now, you know what's coming, right? Your sports. PTI. Hocus Pocus Junk.